0: Are you ready? A shot of wrestling episode 230. And wait, we go. Oh,
1: break your shot, boy. Is that the message you
2: got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah, I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my talk. From old brings up, brick man, nature boy, but to sink and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot. Is that the message you got? We about to go alive, but you're ready to
1: rock, so take a shot.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode two thirty. Of a shot of wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Putty, joined as always, my faithful, loyal co-host, Mark Schwan. Mark, how you doing today? Um, I'm good, dude. What are, are you? I, are you good? You don't. You seem a little. I. I I'm
1: just. I, I feel like I'm seeing a ghost right now. I, I was. Exp- I was going to do the show myself, and then you zoomed in here.
0: Yeah. Why would you? I, why would you do the show yourself? I said you had to do the show yourself last week. Remember, I couldn't make it last week? So, no, last week is the show you did. No, no,
1: no, no. No. Uh, what?
0: Oh, man, Mark, last week you had to do the show yourself. This week, I'm back this week.
1: <laughs> you fucking with me, dude. Dude, last week we did the show together. We no. did the show together. And then something fucking weird took you away from my screen. And I pretty much saw you get eaten alive.
0: What the hell are you talking about? I wasn't here last week, Mark. Who did, you show, who did you do the show with last week? I did the AJ? show with you. No, I did with you. I couldn't listen last did you, week. Did
1: you not listen to the show? Did you not listen back?
0: When I'm not on it. So I wanted to listen to it last week to find out who. I was hoping to get Carson. I haven't heard Carson in a while. Or you and AJ. Maybe show some respect. Because I wanted to talk about Bound for Glory. I want to talk about Hell in a Cell. But something came up we, last we did. minute. Yeah, you did. Something came up last minute. I couldn't be here. And um, so I don't know what you're talking about. But you were feeling yeah, okay?
1: Uh, guys, a- anyone that's listening right now, please go back. To the last show, and I forget the name of the title of that lesson. The last episode, and you'll hear Michael J. Putty uh, and myself, I'm not going crazy. Please message me. Let me know I'm not crazy.
0: Oh, you're crazy. I'll do it right now. I'll do it on my phone. Play back. Go ahead. Play back. Yeah, I'm going to go to uh, Podbean. Go to episode two, 229. So you did a show last week.
1: Boom. 229. Thank you. I lose track of the numbers.
0: Uh. You have a alliteration in the title. I would have, We did alliteration for 228. I wouldn't have done alliteration twice, two weeks in a row, but that's just me. Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Okay, you missed the intro, Mark. You missed the intro. That sucks. I like the Halloween noise in the background. Nice touch. You missed that. Okay, it's fine. Let's fast forward that part. Let's get into the intro chat, Mark. Let's see who, that's who you did the show with. I have to call your bluff. You want to stop, tell me you stop lying now? <laughs> no, no, go for it. Go for it, please. Well, that's not good. Did you have a problem with the audio last week? What do you mean? Yeah, I have a problem There's with the audio. There's nothing coming here. Here, here we go.
1: Well, why do you always butcher my name? I, it's, it's becoming insulting. It's, it's annoying. You keep me humble. You're just pissing me off.
0: Who are you talking to? I don't hear you. <laughs> Happy <laughs> you, Halloween you.
1: to you, Putty Well, oh, I actually have a very special Halloween planned with my wife
0: uh, Who are you talking know, to?
1: Avoid you are any, messing uh, with cool me other right other now I'm not, not appreciating, appreciating it Stop your nonsense uh, you know, I did hire a catering staff, actually we Got them tested beforehand and everything
0: what? Now, Who do you do the show with? Here. Like, we're
1: going to have fine dining
0: Halloween oh, stuff. Right, okay, dead air okay, here,
1: Cut the man, tape, man, cut the tape This is ridiculous Let's
0: fast forward then Let's fast forward
1: all right, no. Let me let me play it for you. No, no, I, no, I, I, no I, let's
0: fast forward, Let's fast forward. TV take 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 down. My favorite segment. Here we go. More dead air. Mark, what the fuck did you do last week?
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, stop. Well, buddy, we stop. talked about it before. You keep saying my name. You amp me up for it. I'm not because
1: lie, we work together. So
0: Where am I talking? Now, I wasn't here last feeling... week.
1: You're You're something's yeah. up here. I, okay. okay, let me play I'll, I'll play it from you from from my phone.
0: Go to the ending or something. Pick a random spot. I'll go to,
1: I'll go to the ending right
0: now. Got it? Ready? Ready.
1: And here we are, and it's not past yet. So it, it's pretty wild right okay. now to see what are you talking to? <laughs> you can find me at yourfavoriteactor.com <laughs> what, what is going I'm on real, here? I, I have headshots. Is, right, Dude, yeah. what the fuck? You're joking with me, right?
0: What the fuck? What the fuck? What, holy fuck! what, the fuck? what happened
1: there? See, they, 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 right there, right there, right there. Something happened right there. So, so, some thing, some creature, yanked you from the screen, and, and I, 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 just fucking mean, guts everywhere.
0: I wasn't here last week, Mark.
1: I, I, uh, dude, you talked to my Who did the therapist. show with? I talked to my therapist all week. I warned you. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to just fuck with me now, but like next time do a show with somebody, if you're, if you're going to do dead air like that, that loses ratings.
1: I, I think I need a moment. I, I, I need a moment. You, okay? you, you, been...
0: got, you got really white all of a sudden. You okay? Uh, cause this is so fucked up. This is fucked up they. What? I don't know, Mark. You, you okay? No. You want to take a little break? We'll come yes. back. We'll come back with the news, please. Okay, Mark. We'll be right back.
1: It's time for in the news with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab.
0: All right, Mark. How you feeling, buddy? Uh, you got some color back in your face. It was 30 seconds for you guys here in the show, but for us, it was like 15 minutes. How you feeling, Mark? Did you go back and listen to do some no, more? Did you go back? To- uh,
1: I, I just did three shots, so I'm just going to ignore everything that we talked about before and be professional and move on with the news. Is that okay with you, buddy? Let's move on. Okay. If that, I'm really speaking to you right now, because I don't fucking know. Anywho.
0: I think you're talking to
1: about- me. Uh, <laughs> so it's being reported that WWE officials are booking The Fiend and Alexa Bliss as babyface. See, this strikes me as confusing. I, I, are you getting that sense from them at all that they're that they're playing the babyface role?
0: No, I think they're just building like the like Stone Cold was. Like they're just building him as him, and then just the crowds reacting how they're reacting. I mean, they're going against Randy Orton right now, so if, odds are they're going to be more babyface going against the heel Randy Orton. But the crowd, everyone's eating their shit up, so it's more easier to get the play off and feed into the crowd reactions than it is to play against it.
1: I, I guess, I mean, to to that point, yes. Like, you know, in my opinion, like Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss, they're, they're not anything. They're not a face. I feel like they're not heel. I, I don't even feel like they're a tweener. I, think I just feel like they're they're just them. And like it's them against the world. It's them against the WWE Universe uh, attacking anyone or anything. It, it doesn't matter who they are. There's, there's no uh, allegiance with anyone else except for them.
0: I think if they start intentionally booking them with promos and storylines as a babyface, it's going to get ruined.
1: That's my concern. That's my concern right there. When, when WWE officials are saying they're going to book them as babyface, I am worried that you're going to see a lot more cheesiness. I, I love what they're doing with the, the Firefly Funhouse because it could come across cheesy, yeah. but it's not. It's very dark. Yeah, it, It's twisted. It's almost making a mockery of like the cheesiness that that WWE has done, and they're putting on you know, a twist on it. Um, it's very unique. It's probably my, probably my favorite talk segments that they've ever had. I mean, I'm even including Piper's Pit, which I've loved. That's huge. You know, so because it's just so unique, and I, I feel like we have we've never seen anything like this, and I don't foresee seeing anything similar like this again. It's it's just it's just stands off. As its own, and, and especially Bray Wyatt and The Fiend, his character, and what Alexa Bliss is doing. She's evolving every single week. Uh, you know, you've heard me talk about it time and time again how good she is and how well we're, they're working off each other. I just I hope they don't do what they normally do when when they turn someone's face.
0: Do you think uh, Becky Lynch was getting a little cheesy and hokey at times? She was. She was, and that's a great example. Uh, When
1: Randy Orton, Randy Orton is a great example because he's so damn good as to heel, but when they turn him face, he just flatlines. Yeah. You know, and I saw the same thing happen with Becky Lynch. Not surprised. Uh, CM uh, CM Punk to a degree.
0: Miz too, except his last face run got over pretty well, but usually when he's a face, he falls flat as well. He's only been a face for two times as far as I can
1: count. I think it was a couple the first 100. time. The first time was awful, god awful. It was god awful. But you're right. the, the, the last time was a bit better, surprisingly. But surprisingly, I think that had a lot to do with uh, Ms. and Mrs. That TV show. I uh, you know. Uh,
0: you just the foil, Shane McMahon. It was perfect.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So there, there was a lot of that because you got to see the Miz for who he really is, and the Miz seems like a good, good person, a, a good bro, someone that you can get along with. And, you Hear that, Mike? Uh, Give me a call 619-343-3005. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that's just my concern there with that as far as what they're looking to do here with the fiend and alexa bliss so just keep them as they are let the fans react how they want to react and just keep that
0: pace going devil's advocate here yeah Bray wyatt on the on the shelf for god knows how long thinks of this character thinks of this gimmick thinks of this whole storyline then all of a sudden he's paired up with alexa bliss now she's mm-hmm. hogging the now she's encroaching in on his gimmick she's encroaching in on his firefly funhouse do you think this was the plan from the beginning to pair him up with somebody do you think it was his idea maybe i
1: mean bray Wyatt does get a lot of creative say
0: yeah so i'm curious how did this matchup happen
1: it, it maybe it could have been i now we just we're purely speculating here of course i whatever whoever idea it was they picked the right person yeah and it seems like they just have chemistry that you just can't teach.
0: I think, wasn't so uh, it, Liv Morgan rumored to be at one point?
1: Liv Morgan was rumored to be at one point. So it seems like there was always this idea of teasing. I remember a long time back they were teasing about possibly his sister Abigail uh, before Bray Wyatt did his gimmick change. So it seems like they've been trying to pair him with a female you know, for really, quite some time.
0: You know what I'm really happy about? What? I hate to be a dick and sound like this, but remember last year or two years ago, when like half the roster got sick, like really sick, they had to cancel the Sister Abigail versus the Demon King match. Where That's Br- right. Yeah. Where yeah. Bray, yeah. Or Bray Wyatt turned out to be Sister Abigail.
1: Yeah. Oh my like, Thank, God, so never, thank God that
0: match never happened. Thank God. No.
1: Yeah. And still we got a, a classic match. We got AJ Styles versus Finn Balor that night. Yep. That, that was in my opinion match of the year, but moving on, as we've seen on TV, Mercedes Martinez is no longer part of Retribution. What's your word name? is,
0: havoc. Oh, Reckoning? Yeah. I don't know
1: what her name was. I, I forgot what her uh,
0: misconduct flag in the play.
1: Her Retribution name yeah. was. But anyway, word word is that it was actually her call that she never she didn't want to be part of the group anymore. There is no word yet on what the new plans are for Ms. Martinez here. Now. That's a pretty bold move on her part, I think. Very bold. You know, I mean, she's fairly new in WWE, and this is her major push to get called up to the main roster, and she says no. Yep. What do you think about
0: that, Potty? It's a slippery slope, my friend. Mercedes Martinez is an absolute legend here in the indie scene. Big, oh, totally. huge get here for WWE, and she had a good thing going on NXT for a while. So here her here she is, main call-up roster, stuck in this retribution angle, which had steam, which had some potential. Then she finds out she's wearing a mask. Then she finds out she's not even using her own name, which she worked her ass off to build a reputation on. Uh, but
1: but this, yeah, that happens, though. That happens. Name changes, name changes happen all the time in wrestling.
0: But to say, yeah, it's going from Mercedes Martinez to uh, Jackie something. I like go to Mercedes Martinez <laughs> into like Wrecking Ball. I don't know what the fuck her name was. Wrecking Ball? Is she Miley Cyrus? <laughs> so, first of all, it's a very ballsy move. Now I'm just curious how WWE and Vince McMahon don't like to hear the word no. Yes. So, agreed. Is she going to get punished for this? Like, oh, here's. We he gave you a chance. You said no. All right, flounder down in NXT doing nothing for a while. Mm. Or will they respect the fact that she. Was gonna based on her merits and like wants to be a wrestler, not drywall. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she, this is the right move for her. But I don't know how that respect.
1: By the way, I I, 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 no I way. I'm not I'm not shitting on, on her decision. By the way, I I, I question the ramifications of of her of her, uh, of her choice here. I but... think
0: we would might be questioning it a little bit more if Retribution was doing anything now instead of getting buried every week. <laughs> like now i don't really care at all about retribution because they suck so but even great still, job I mean, it, uh jumping the titanic before it sank oh i mean
1: mercedes martinez we know from the indie scene here how damn good she is how respectful she how respectable she is um but you know in the eyes of vince mcmahon she's a newbie
0: do you think if the retribution angle was met with huge praise and like, oh my god, this is awesome! Would she have stuck around?
1: I mean, Who knows? I I don't know. I think it it seems like she, it seems like you know there are a lot of creative things, and you get obviously where it's going. That she's just like, ah, uh-uh, no, I mean, she knows she knows what's up. She's a smart woman. Yeah, sure. And she probably set the in a wall for like you know what this will become, and, and she's probably thinking long term for a career. Short term, yeah, cool. Like it it, it gives her it, it raises her her stock a little bit here. But long term, like yeah. how, how, for how long do you, you want Because this retribution angle is not going to last. Do you want to be known as like
0: bulldozer for the Dragon rest of ball? your life? Yeah,
1: <laughs> or oh, whatever. Uh, so, I, I, think, I think again, respect, respect for Mercedes Martinez. I think knowing Miss McMahon, she is going to be punished.
0: Yeah, I don't think she might be on the main roster anytime soon. I think Triple H will respect it and happy to have no. her back in
1: yeah. NXT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, I mean, she'll have a place in NXT right away. Maybe going against Rhea Ripley because we all want to see that feud. Uh, maybe even for her to get a shot there in the NXT title. Probably not right away, but over time. Or you know what? Hell, if this way, if, if this just means she's out of WWE, there are plenty of other promotions where she can go and absolutely crush it. Because I I've, I've been hearing, you know, WWE. You know, they have their eyes on, on AEW Dark and N, NJW, um, I'm sorry, New Japan Wrestling Strong. And, you know, they're, they're trying to get talent from over there for, to stop them from signing with these other promotions. They're just looking to stockpile talent. They, they're the Kansas City Chiefs. They're just putting talent on their roster and not really using them. You know, just to say that they have them so no other promotion can. But there's talent right there. That they're seeing right through that. Anthony Bowens being one of them, who just signed with AEW, he turned down WWE. Thunder Rosa made a comment too about she turned down WWE because it's about happiness. It's about for them to have that creative freedom because they know damn well. They've seen it time and time again and they get signed by WWE and they're not used properly or at all.
0: Not only the creative freedom, but now Twitch, Cameo, uh, God knows yeah, what else, he, those third stream parties that they make a right. side hustle off of.
1: Exactly. No, no more indie bookings. Yeah, Can't do that.
0: Takes a strong, yeah. strong person than making the WWE. And it's because there's a lot of shit on your shoulders. They got a bear. And uh, some people rather have the creative freedom and do what they want.
1: Right. Exactly. I, I think it's a bold move again on Mercedes Martinez's part. Let's see how it plays out. I think either way, she will be fine, even if it's not in WWE. Again, I think there are other promotions. I'll gladly have her and she'll succeed. But, you know, hopefully that's not the case. I mean, hell, I mean, she can go to NXT and still crush it.
0: Imagine Mercedes so Martinez, see. Jordan Grace on Impact. Oh,
1: dude. Dude. That'd be sick.
0: Or Diana Perrazzo on Impact. I, 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 sold. Or anybody in Impact right now?
1: So, uh, you know, she could be right away the main event in AEW. So, like, who, who knows? Going on to news, Arn Anderson is in the process of trademarking the Four Horsemen. Since it's a biblical term, there may be some complications here with that. And uh, that could be actually the reason why there's no trademark for it in the first place. Arn Anderson does make the case that he did coin the term. That is something that came off the cuff uh, during a promo back in the day. And he would make the argument that it would be used for wrestling purposes only uh, when claiming the trademark. If he does succeed with
0: this, how big of a blow would that be for WWE? God Mark, that'd be huge. Right? No. The four horse not, not at all. Who cares? Who cares, really? Mark? If there's gonna be a huge blow to the WWE universe, and if it is trademarkable, that's a word, WWE would own it. I haven't heard them mention the four horsemen in God knows how long. We haven't They're
1: inducted been... to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, eight yeah. Years yeah ago, have...
0: No one mentions the Four Horsewoman anymore, which will be different. Even talking about Ric Flair, I haven't heard them mention the Four Horsemen in God knows how long. Four Horsemen isn't even a WWE idea. You know, WWE does not really care for stuff that they don't create themselves. So I think this is not going to be a a loss for them at all. But I think this might open the door. Rumors were that the AEW might want to form the Four Horsemen. I hope to God they don't do that. AEW, from what I've seen and heard have a lot of great creative ideas. They're very progressive. They're doing very innovative stuff over there. For them to bring back the four horsemen, women, I think four horsemen, would be like four steps backwards for them.
1: Mm. I don't
0: know. I mean, let me, in let me, one let me, hand. Let me wrap up real quick. Then I'll let you talk. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I mentioned this again. I hate to repeat, keep repeating myself. Evolution, heavily influenced by four horsemen. They weren't the four horsemen. Horsemen? Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying that right. So yeah. AW wants to do something like that with a group in, um, inspired by the four horsemen okay but don't call yourself the four horsemen i think this is just a moot point maybe you need to for t-shirts or whatever he wants to do like merchandising sales but i don't think it's going to really affect WWE at all i'm done mark for your turn
1: <laughs> okay well okay so recently so i have WWE a feeling you agree,
0: disagree with me here
1: wwe gave up on their trademark for cody for cody rhodes cody rhodes finally has his name back uh, big deal for him. Obviously, feel a good moment. I saw an and on an, um, AEW Dynamite. You just see in his face how relieved he is to finally have his name back to honor his father. He's uh, going to be using uh, it. He, he sounds like he is, actually. He's going to be using it.
0: He's I heard an he's not, not going to be using it. it. He, he's, he's so in love with how the American Nightmare Cody sounds, especially delivered by Justin Roberts. He's not even going to use Cody Rhodes.
1: Uh, apparently, he may be. I'm hearing conflicting reports. I don't know. That's a good question. He. I feel like he hasn't. He's been yeah. going by Dustin Reynolds, I think, right?
0: I don't know. I haven't watched it in, like, that how how long.
1: But anyway, going back to this, you know, I, I think it should be more like that. It's a feel-good thing, maybe for Arn Anderson, Yeah, you know, that, that, he, that he has control of that. Again, going back to merch, there's obviously uh, money value there. Same with Cody Rhodes' name. But, you know, you did touch on something there. It, it does make me think, will – the four horsemen be used in AEW? Hey, will that be more of a benefit to AEW? Hey, you said well, your, your piece as far as like, how you think that, that would take four steps back for them. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it depends actually how they do it. Mm. If they can do it in a successful way, then I wouldn't mind it. If they can do it in a unique, cool way, I think that would be awesome. If they just try to really just force it together and it's... You can, you can feel when something's forced. Right? Like, the new Rockers. Or uh, when sc- uh, Scott Holford, I'm sorry, the new Razor Ramona and new Diesel. You know, those things just didn't work.
0: Yeah, that was not really anything. But look at the, the second coming of Legion of Doom. Was it LOD 2000? With uh, right. Heidenreich? That didn't work. Right. I think where fans are going to be like, this is not the Four Horsemen. Call them something else. Do like a rip-off of Evolution, rip-off of like, you Horsemen. You do Call have some Anderson
1: and Tony Blanchard there. I, I, you know, so... I don't know. I mean, it, it really depends how they do it. Step backwards, and they are they are creative enough to pull something out. Oh, uh, to pull something like that off.
0: Mm.
1: And could I be wrong? Sure. Probably. I mean, hell, not for nothing. We talked about before that musical that Chris Jericho and MJF did. That could have flopped with anyone else. Yeah. You know the fact that. They, those two had the chemistry, those two had the, the, the balls to do something like that. It worked. If you have the right people to put in the four horsemen, it could work. So I'm not going to shit on it right away until I see it. And listen, if it fails, if they do this and it fails, I'll be the first
0: one to admit it. I don't think it'll fail. I think people eat that shit up. I just think as an overall standpoint to see the four horsemen again, They've been there, done that. Give me something new. Give me something inspired by it, like evolution was, but just different. Plus, no one's going to oh. touch Evolution. 50 World Championships. <laughs> greatest okay. greatest four-man faction of all time. All
1: right. Calm down, fanboy. Boy. Well, my I'm mind. done change with my the mind. news. Change my mind. I'm done with the news. I'm done with you. Change my mind. I, I feel like I'm talking to a ghost.
0: Apparently you talked to a ghost last week, Mark, because you were just dead air. Away. <laughs> all right, Mark. Uh, here we have an interview this week, right?
1: I do. I do. You know, I, I have a bone to pick with Abel. He sets up these interviews with, with people that I don't necessarily like. But, you know, it, it, I always learn something new from my enemy. You know, I, I wound up having a little bit more respect for them. So I have an interview with the shiny star, Ray Kalitri. And, putty, you going to tune that up here? No. Or am I, am I going to have to do it to myself because I'm talking to a ghost? Here we go. And
0: now, and now,
1: and now I, present I
2: present to you, to you Ray, Ray, That's not how you start, it's
1: how you finish it. All right, everyone. Welcome to my interview segment. This is the Hollywood Assassin, your favorite actor, Mark Schwan, and I am here with Ray Kalictri. Welcome to Shot of Wrestling. How are you doing, the shining star, Ray Kalictri?
2: New York City, New Jersey. I have arrived. I've come to
1: uh, a shot of wrestling to, to, I guess, kick it with you. So. I'm just going to get right into it. So last time we crossed paths, it was a BCW Anniversary Four in Atlantic City. Great yeah. show, by the way. I, I, I noticed there, there's some uh, there's some inner turmoil that are going on in the pancor. Oh man, why you? This is the, is this really going to be the first thing that you come out like? Of you can't say, "Hey, how you been? How are you? What's
2: going? How's COVID treating you?" No, you want
1: to? I already did. I already did. I already asked how you
2: doing. <laughs> uh, you know what? There is a little. Uh, Turmoil within the camp, within the group. Um, we're, we're still working it out as best as we possibly can. Again, like on a professional
1: oh, point. You, I saw you guys leave Joey Ace high and dry. And I, uh, I, I see what's going on new in a ECWA. It's just uh, working it out. Listen, as Setsujin, we've obviously had our differences within the squad. You know, we're alpha males sometimes. You can get heated. Yep. So we handle it. We handle it in the back, though. It will come back better than ever. You guys, I've noticed, it's just, it's pouring through the seams here. You guys aren't necessarily handling it in the back. It's all over. It's on camera. It's from crowds. It's It's been escalating quite a bit here.
2: You see, the thing is that um, we've tried to handle it in the back, and everyone's like, all right, everybody's cool, everybody's cool. And then once we go through that curtain, you know, you just said it yourself, the whole alpha thing starts coming out, and the whole pride, and the whole ego, and you know, then we completely forget that the cameras are on and we forget that the crowd is there. And then I'm trying to be the mediator between uh, Joey Ace and Mike Law and AJ Penn. I'm like, yo, listen, guys, like, relax. You know, live crowd, live show, TV's is watching. Like, everyone's going to be watching this. And when you're in the moment, nobody cares. And, and kudos to Mr. Darius Carter, because he, he, he pulled a fast one on us and he walked right out and he left us all there um, pretty much fighting with each other.
1: How do you see this being resolved? Is there a way to get this resolved? Are you guys going to split up? Or is it just more so like, uh, I mean, walk us through here. What what is going on? So
2: here's the thing. By the time this gets released, Joey Ace would
1: have had a big
2: match in ECWA against Mike Law. Right. And I did see the clip that Joey Ace, uh, he screwed over Mike Law and everything at the super crazy show last weekend. And I don't know if there's a resolution after after that show coming up uh, on November 7th. I can only hope that we do come to a resolution and I only hope that uh, we could sit down like grown men that we are and uh, push the egos to the side and get back to, you know, to what we do, which is going to shows, dominating and and taking care of business and and putting out our content together and and just riding up and down the roads
1: together, you know? I feel you, man. I feel you. You know, a bunch of alpha males, you have to have one person really, you know, be the voice of reason or the guiding light in a situation. And he loves to call himself that, A.J. Pan. Have you guys really been noticing a difference as far as, like, how A.J. Pan's been handling the situation? It it seems like he's lost control of it. Or is that just me?
2: I can't speak on his behalf, right? But I can only speak of from what I'm I'm seeing. I'm guessing he's trying to find himself as far as... um,
1: A.J.'s trying to find himself during these times? During these times, yes. Oh, uh, oh man. (laughs) Now's not the time. Now's the time to step up and be a leader. Well,
2: together. he's trying to figure out where he went wrong or where I went wrong or Joey or where did everything go wrong. That's what he's trying to figure out now.
1: You feel like you went wrong? Me? No, I'm the
2: shining star. I don't, I don't do anything wrong. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. I don't do anything wrong. I just, I show up and I do my job, you know, and I try to help everybody out and, and you know, try to make everyone around me better. If you um, can point the finger out one person or one reason, what would it be? Someone not getting their way. I don't know who it was, obviously. I can't tell you who it was. I mean, I do know who it was, but I can't tell you who it was. But uh, oh, it's someone.
1: Games. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was someone. Someone not getting their way, and uh, it escalated from something so minute that could have been taken care of, and it just, like you said, it erupted in the scenes. Erupted in front of a live crowd. It's been erupting all over social media into other shows, and I like, like, it's so crazy because now we go into different shows, and it just erupts in other shows that has nothing to do with what we were doing. But, the, you know, the cameras still keep rolling and, and people are still recording. And people will be like, oh, my God, did you see this happen? And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing?
1: And now, of course, fans are going to get chiming in and everything. They're going to put their two cents in. And, if, you know, if they agree with Joey Ace, for example, if they, they feel like, you know, he's too good for PCA, you know, it's going to gas him up. But he's going to go, oh yeah, you don't see the fans are seeing this. And I agree. But I do want to switch gears a bit here. I do you have a big match coming up? Or you did have a big match because we yep. have uh, my comes out. Uh, so you competed, for, you competed for the new uh, Legacy Championship. It seems like you were going through quite a bit of distractions, though. I mean, you, know, you have the girls here. You know, it's her birthday and all that. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. birthday and all. Is this a match you're ready for? How much focus can you have in this match when you have all these other elements uh, going on?
2: This is a this is thing that a lot of people don't know, which I guess I'll give you the little scoop, right? I've been I've been ready for this match a year ago. When Joey Ace got stripped for the Mid-Atlantic Championship, a tournament was formed, right? I advanced in my match in the tournament. Then, of course, cards subject to change, brother, right? Uh, tournament gets scrapped for whatever reason, which is fine, and I still handle it as a professional that I am. I still show up. Then, um, they're like, hey, we're going to put the title up in a triple threat i'm like okay cool thinking that i'm gonna be a part of it because i did advance right no they completely removed me from the picture oh, wow. and they actually yeah and they actually put the guy that i beat to like advance in the tournament like it was so crazy um tell you why no it's just, it's just you know one of those things that this is the direction that we're that we're going and i'm like oh okay so thanks yeah which is, hey, listen, man, which is completely fine. I understand business is business and stuff like that. So, at the same how time. You
1: feel? I mean, yes, you understand business is business. But still, I'm sure you've felt a certain way inside. Oh, I got
2: snubbed. Oh, I got snubbed. 100%. I got
1: snubbed. 100%. Did that light a fire underneath you, would you say? Or Oh, oh, dude, I, I,
2: I am so, like I said, I've been ready for this match a year ago. You have no idea. Then Super 8 rolls around, right? Thinking, hey, okay, cool. I'll be part of the Super 8. I did not get the invitation for the Super 8. Again, I understand. I'm a very understanding person. No problem. I'm a professional, if you will, right? So then one of the wrestlers end up dropping out of the tournament, um, I don't know, three weeks before the, the actual show is supposed to happen for whatever reason, which is fine. So I'm expecting a phone call, right? I'm like, all right, cool. Here we go. Like, like this is what we, you know, we've been working for. Next
1: man up, I'm, right?
2: Yes, next man up. That, that should be me, right? And I still didn't get it. Damn. And, I got snubbed and I got snubbed again, so, which, it, which hindsight, they were like, all right, so you're not going to be in the Super 8, but we are going to put you in the card. I'm like, all right, cool, because I am one of the few guys that I promote, and I can talk, and I have the look, and I can wrestle, and I can do all these things, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm part of the flyer for, I don't know, however many months it was. And last minute again, I get snubbed. My My match gets scrapped. Um, I still show up to the venue. I still show up to the show because that is one of the companies that I am invested in and, and I do work there. And, and Joey Ace is there. And, and, you know, a bunch of people that I get along with are there. But I still show up to the venue and I still show support and I do whatever I can to help out. And then uh, the owner, Joe Zanoli, right, comes up to me, Oh, listen, um, November 7th, what are you doing? I said, It's my birthday. What do you mean what I'm doing? He goes, All right, you're going to finally get your shot, kid. I'm like, What? What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, we're putting you up against, uh, you know, Eric Martin for the Legacy Championship. My eyes lit up like a freaking Christmas streak. I said, what? Finally? I, a year later? All right, thank you. It's gold time. So that, that's where my head was at when everything was happening.
1: Wow. Do you think, like, you know, your understanding of everything, you handle like professionally, do you feel like that paid off?
2: <laughs> well, okay, so here, here's, the funny, here's the funny thing, right? I hang out with Joey Ace a lot. Like that guy's like my brother, like, you know, and he rubs off on me. Right. So, you know, he goes around as a salty dog. Right. But so it's kind of funny. Cause I call myself the salty star when I'm like upset and things are happening. I'm like, yeah, I'm the freaking salty star right now, whatever. But I do that within the group. I don't take that out on the promoters and the shows and all that other stuff. So I do take the professional route. I do take the higher route and I just let it play itself out. Um, Cause in life is one of those things where I learned that I cannot stress over things I cannot control mm. personally right me personally and it takes a lot trust me no like it takes a lot for me to just sit there and bite my tongue first of all I'm Spanish and you know how Spanish people have uh you know the little attitudes and the little fire within them that they always got to talk back we tend to see right <laughs> uh, yeah 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 but at the same time I know that that's not the end all be all, so I have to look at the bigger picture, and that's one thing that I've learned in wrestling: is there's a story to be told, even in an independent uh, level,
1: right? What's so, I think at the same, independent I, level, do you forget that sometimes?
2: Yeah, a lot of people forget that, um, but I, I just try to keep that same focus and that same track going forward. Like, all right, when WWE, for example, I, I don't really like using them as much of a in stories or whatever, but they do a perfect thing where Instead of giving you this now, they'll make you wait, and they'll tease it, and then they'll give it to you
1: later. True. So, hey, it's so sort of long form storytelling. Correct. When you have to do storytelling, it's not like in a promotion in indie level that you're doing a show every week. You know, you're doing a yeah. show once a month. It's almost like you're having a pay-per-view once a month. So yeah. you are kind of forced, in a sense, to do long form storytelling. You know, you see some promotions they don't do any storytelling at all. Me personally, I got, I, I think it's the best way to get the audience keep coming back. I mean, you can be the best athlete in the ring, but yeah. if there's no story and there's no character. I mean, how can one be emotionally invested? Dude, this, <laughs> this we speak about this every single time uh,
2: within the group. We're like, you know, you're supposed to be facing, I don't know, pick a name. They're not promoting you or the match, right? But here I am, I'm promoting the left, right interviews, photos. Because again, it, it's one of those things where I don't have a production team behind me. I don't have a budget behind like so everything I do you don't have Hollywood
1: Mark Schwann with you that's right exactly
2: exactly I don't have Hollywood Mark Schwann there you go I might be poking
1: Uh, this Kyle AJ if you're listening
2: yeah well the guiding light right if
1: if
0: the
2: guiding light is listening but it, it goes down to that every single time and it's a little bit aggravating because if I'm investing my time in you you should in return do something and I get it like not a lot of people could jump in front of a camera and talk and not a lot of people could grab a microphone and talk but if you practice it enough you'll be decent at it and then you'll be able to find your like your own character and and you add your own little blend to it or whatever and it evolves but everyone has this thing where like you think that you're going to jump in front of a camera and you're just going to be magic those are too far few in in between that that ever happens
1: no it's like the same as if like the same expectation as if you're just going to go into the ring the first time you're going to be amazing it's you're not like, no one's Shawn Michaels off the gate. It takes and time. It, it takes, takes time. A lot of time. And same, same goes with cutting a promo. No one's going to be Ric Flair right off the gate. It, <laughs> it takes a lot of time and practice to do. Like, you know, I personally enjoy doing promos. Yeah, It comes from my acting background, but do I, am I perfect at it? No. You know, I still yes. I ask for notes all the time to get better and better and better, and, and that's, what, that's what you have to do, no matter how good you think you are. I think the same goes for in-ring training. You can can be the best, quote-unquote, best in the world, but you can get complacent, stop training as hard, and then you have other people going up higher places than you are. Yeah, they pass right by you. Uh, You you see that. You see it in wrestling. You see it in sports. Uh, Hell, I mean, you even see it in Hollywood, man. It happens. But, you know, Ray, we're focusing back on you here. You know, you, you talk about these opportunities that you had and you're getting snubbed time and time again why do you think that was the case i, I mean has, have you heard any rumblings as far as the reason why or do you personally feel that there might be a reason why um no the only reason why i could possibly think
2: off of the top of my head um because again i don't really dwell too much into that stuff because you know life goes on and you have other shows and you have you know you're trying to get other things done and you know also your personal life right um but to me, I believe that it's uh, all due to new ownership. ECWA was owned by Mike Tartaglia before, and he had full trust in me. Um, new ownership, kind of a little iffy. So they wanted to see where I was at. I, to me, it's like they're, they're testing me. They're like, all right, so we're going to not give him the match, not give him the title match, not put him in the thing. All right, so now let's trust him. Let's see what he's going to do now.
1: So that, that's the way I see it. No, I mean, that's a very positive spin to it. Now, I also know. Um, you, know, you did suffer an injury before all of this
2: happened. How, how do you know that? That was very, uh, you doing your homework?
1: I do my homework, man. I know homework. Homework. <laughs> I'm Hollywood, man. I have eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Come on, Oh, man. yeah, okay. Uh, I kept you out quite a bit. Uh, you just walk us through that journey. Walk us through your comeback.
2: Oh, man. Oh, man. Are you,
1: are you fully recovered, even? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm fine.
2: I hop, skip, and jump. Now I'm good to go. All right, uh, but uh, not nah, it happened. Uh, I still remember the date and everything. Uh, May well because it happened so recent. Happened a year and a half, a year and a half ago. Uh, May second, 2019. I was uh, wrestling at an XWA show up in Rhode Island. Not sure if you've heard of them. Pretty pretty decent company, big size company. On a Thursday, you know the guy that I was wrestling against. Uh, he went to roll me towards the back. I had him in a headlock. He went to rolled me towards the back, and my left foot ended up getting caught in the canvas. So my right foot started going up, my left foot got caught. And what ended up happening was his 245-pound frame with my 190-pound frame went straight back and right into my ankle, and all I heard was pop. Oh, God. That sounds yeah. awful. Awesome. Oh, dude, it was, it was terrifying. You know, he, he was concerned for me and he goes down it's to not me the match and, right away. No, no, believe it or not. Um, huh. I actually have never posted this match or anything. I, I still have it on my uh my phone and everything. Um, but I watch it here and there for a reminder that, you know, look how far I've, I've come, you know. So the match was supposed to run 10 minutes. That happened at the three minute mark. Oh, the, so the wrestler goes to me, Are you all right? I say, Yeah, I'm fine. He smacks me, right? He smacks me. And then he goes to the referee, check him. The ref is like, yo, are you okay? I said, yeah. He goes, you want to finish? I say, yeah. What's wrong so, you? you? So heard the, here who, I am. You heard the pop. Dude, <laughs> sure you felt the pop. Dude, I felt the pop. I heard it.
0: Was it so adrenaline
2: at that point? The, it was complete adrenaline, man. Complete adrenaline. Uh, I'm still... Jumping and flipping and hitting sunset flips, and I don't know what's going on and and you know the, the end of the match is you know the end of the match comes, and I start limping my way very gingerly to the back, so I walked off in my own power, but once I get to the back and once it was time to come back home, you know that's that's about a four and a half hour ride for me, so I take off my boot and uh my ankle swells up to the size of a grapefruit
1: yo oh my God, I took me everything not to spit out my water when you. <laughs> dude <laughs> dude oh
2: my god and then at that um here's here's a little side note i'll give you a little little whatever the guy that i was riding with is the guy that i broke my ankle with of course <laughs> of course it's always like that right um but not and then, and then the worst part about it is when i come home um it was like four four in the morning and uh, I have four steps in front of my house, so I, I hop the steps. At this point, I don't have crutches or anything, and I live by myself, right? Hmm. And, you know, my house has two floors, and I have 22 stairs to go upstairs.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Dude, it was four in the morning. I'm deadbeat tired. I'm like, what? Up. I, I
1: crawled all the way upstairs. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. What, what was the uh, actual injury? What was it labeled? Uh, fractured fibula, left foot. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then uh, how long were you out for? I was out uh,
2: from May, June, July, August. I came back September. So, wow. It took you quite a bit, quite a few months there. And so, you ready for the plot twist? So All right. So, I do I do one show in September, which was for ECWA. And then, in October, I'm involved in a car accident. And oh, I break man. October 29th, I broke, I broke my foot again. This. Same, same, same foot, same place, everything, and I couldn't believe it when it happened. I told uh, I told my buddy that was riding with me. Um, I'm like, dude, I broke my ankle. He goes, no freaking way. I'm like, trust me, I I know how it feels. I went to go put weight on it, and boom, sure enough, I, I went right down. Went to go get X-rays at, at the hospital and stuff like that, and the guy told me, yo, you know, fractured ankle, whatever. And I'm like, what? Well, how is this even possible? Like, what is my luck right now? Right. 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 So then that set me all back, right? So I'll give you a better twist, right? So that sets me all back, right? It was October. So I was good by, towards Christmas of last year, around that okay. time. So I start training again. I start doing rehab. I start doing everything I got to do. And then I get uh, with one of my buddies, one of my good friends. Um, he's also a wrestler. And he, he's putting together this uh, big um, event out of Mexico. And he wants me to be part of it. And I'm like, all right,
1: let's go. So, right? train for it, yeah.
2: Yeah, sure, let's go. So, um, it's supposed to happen in March, right? So, right now, we're in January of last year. Let's go, right? Dude, and then freaking COVID hits.
1: <laughs> oh. 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 Yo,
2: yo, and I can't even make this stuff up. And before Mexico, I was supposed to go wrestle three days in Puerto Rico the week before. So, I
1: was supposed to have Puerto Rico and then Mexico. So when I saw you at BCW, was that your first show back? Yes. Oh, damn, man.
2: My first show back in damn near
1: a, a year. So when you were dressed in, uh, you know, as if you were going for a date, I guess yes. you forgot you had to have ring gear on. To face. <laughs> back. That explains well, everything now.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I was, I was trying to get a date with Miss uh, Faye Jackson. You, you know how it is. You know yeah, how it
1: didn't really work out too well for you. No, it didn't no.
2: It's, it, it, it,
1: it didn't work out It was hard well. no on her part. <laughs> no she actually she, she
2: she said yes but then the freaking Lost Boys they got in her ear and then that's when she you know
1: clothesline me over the ropes and everything I mean it was for a spot in a GDP tournament a GDC tournament especially for Faye Jackson who had to relinquish her women's championship what's she gonna do gold or date with a Ray Kalitri with the shining star Ray Kalitri man yeah damn it you have to earn that one with me <laughs> <laughs> Next time, next time. No, that's a hell of a journey, though, man. I I can only imagine going through uh, when you're trying to rehab, not one, but two injuries and then COVID on top of it. You know, that's just wild. So, what was your mindset like? Um, I'm screwed. Um, And one of the things, too,
2: was uh, the second physician that I went to, uh, second time around, he told me, dude, you can't wrestle again. I said, what? Said that? Yeah. He said that to me. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean I can't wrestle again? He goes, you broke the same bone in the same place on the same foot within less, within less than a year. How many months bones apart?
1: What even? Like, what are the odds you break the same exact bone?
2: Again, and, and then when he told me that, my heart dropped. I said, what do you mean I can't wrestle again? He goes, you know, chances are that if you wrestle again, you're going to break it again. And if you break it one more time, it's, you're going to do it, uh,
1: irreversible damage. That's what he told me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So in a way, I, I have to say this, you know, because yep. I'm a pretty positive person myself. i yep, yep, yep. uh, In a way, that COVID happening in, in, for you at least may be a blessing disguise because you know it yep. gives you more time, if anything, to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuff, you know, rushing back right because I, I know, man, as com- as a competitor, yeah, you, you just want to get back out there. You get stir crazy. You feel like you're good, even though you may not be 100% good, and no athlete will ever admit that, that they are not 100% yep. good, especially yep. when knock-knock, you have a show around the corner. Yep. You know, so th- this may, be, may have been a blessing disguise for you because, listen, it pains me enough to admit it. You are talent in the ring. You've got a you. charisma, man. So, Appreciate like, you know, I, I never want to see anyone be out of action. Uh, yeah, so. no, 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 no. That, that always sucks. You know, let me put you out of action. Let me have my guys put you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Ray, we're wrapping up here. I want to know, though, you What's win up? the gold at ECWA. Can you tell the world right now, what type of champion would you be? Would you be the um, guy to hide behind the PCA,
2: or would you be a fighting champion? Oh, no, dude, I, I'll, I'll do it all. I, I'm, I'll be all over the place. And let me tell you something, when I win this championship, on Monday, when you hear me, I sh- I am going on vacation, and yes, I know COVID is here, and that's all right. I'm gonna get tested before I go, and when I come back, so you're gonna have it.
1: You 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 go to Disneyland, you going on vacation.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, 100. I'm going to Puerto Rico.
1: I'm going to Puerto Rico.
2: I'm going to my island, right? And I'm gonna have the biggest party in the beach with all the fine mamacitas and all the fine drinks, and we're gonna have a good time.
1: Sounds like a super spreader event. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, Ray. This has been fun, actually. I I do like to hear to you know my enemies speak and get inside their minds a bit. So it's good to know that you're going to be out celebrating as soon as you win the championship. So when you come back, uh, you'll lose it right away. <laughs> <laughs> but um, since the show will air after your event, ECWA, after you yep. allegedly possibly winning the championship here, allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Uh, is this going to be out anywhere for people to watch? Uh, can, can they watch back anywhere? So, uh, so here's the thing. Right now, we have a, actually a sold
2: out crowd for the show that just happened, right? <clears throat> but then, in uh, I believe it's IWTV is going to stream it. I believe it's going to be a week after the show happens, and if not, I'll post it on my social media, and people can watch it there.
1: And then, and where can we find your social media? That's a great segue. Oh, sure, yes. Um,
2: so, Instagram is uh, Poppy Fresh, so it's P A P One Fresh. Facebook. YouTube is Ray Kalitri and Twitter is reverse. So it'll be Kalitri Ray.
1: Got it. And you're new to Twitter. So let's get his followers up there. How about that?
2: And I am new on the Twitter. Any TikToks? No, my daughter, my daughter, my, da- my daughter's on internet, not me. Uh, <laughs> I make appearances here and there on her videos, but
1: that's about it. Well, fair enough. All right, Ray. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck in your match. And, uh, at the next BCW show, God willing. I'll see you down the road. Take care, my friend. Take care. It's time for this week's TV takedown. All
0: right, Mark. Time to talk about TV. Again, unfortunately, I missed uh Hell in a Cell Bound for Glory talk last week, but uh those are two great Don't shows. Don't
1: be an asshole. We we spoke about this.
0: I didn't. Two great, yeah. two great shows. Great job for both companies. Two of the best shows of the year I've seen. Anyway, we gave, this week we on TV. Okay, Mark, what do you got for me?
1: Uh, well, normally I, I feel like I would talk about a Firefly Funhouse, but I just did. Uh, but I have to say, uh, AEW Dynamite. That promo from Eddie Kingston to, in, in uh, John Moxley was amazing. Amazing. You know we uh, we have pay per view coming up for AEW. Uh, that definitely made me want to want to subscribe to it and, and, and to watch that match alone. Eddie Kingston, his promos are always on fire, man. Like, that dude speaks from the heart. Like you, you, you question if he thinks if no if no one ever even told him that this is not necessarily real. Like he he really believes all, like, all of this is happening.
0: Is Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley? Yeah, for the belt.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs>
0: You need to watch AEW
1: more, man, or at least pay attention. Ah, too busy, too busy,
0: too what? A lot of TV, Mark. A lot of good TV on Wednesday nights,
1: and AEW is very good, man. AEW is very, very good. Hell, man! Like for this match alone, this storyline alone, you need to watch at least to watch the promo because even John Moxley, who I, I'm very hit or miss on, like he spoke from the heart as well. It was a believable promo. A lot of emotion going on there from both men. Uh, it, it's. I think Eddie Kingston might be the best in a mic wrestler-wise today.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know him very well from uh, his impact days with LAX, and uh, he was uh must-see. He was somebody I stopped fast-forwarding, always had to watch what he had to say because he's, he's phenomenal on the microphone. And they, they just said the passion he portrays, very believable.
1: Yeah. It, that, that's something you can't teach. You either have it or you don't, man. And, and like this is stuff, obviously, like he genuinely feels. He obviously has uh a passion for this business and it just oozes out of his pores yep uh and and when he speaks he speaks truth to a degree you know like kudos to him man kudos to him I, I hope he wins the strap by by the time the show airs will probably know uh who wins the strap or not but you know
0: do you think he will any kingston any chance in hell that he does who knows man who knows you never know with aew but quickly because we need to move on uh I read a Twitter post like a couple months ago, right before he was announced as the number one wrestler in PWI. People were saying John Moxley is overrated. I would agree. I uh, would you because I was never really in. I mean, uh, really into him. I think he was the third link on the shield. I think he, single wise, he, I never really bought into him or his in ring work. But there was something about him people loved.
1: I mean, not to say he's he's not bad. I mean, I think he's well, very say he's good. Bad, he's bad, he's, he's he's above
0: average. Is he? Overrated though. Does he live up to the hype? You know,
1: in the beginning of the year, you know, my complaints about Bailey, right? Yeah. Uh my 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 shot on her was that she's not consistent. Yes. John Moxley, I think, is the same way. John Moxley has some very good moments. I mean, this past week on Dynamite, you know, the the, the promo that he delivered back with Eddie Kingston was very damn good. And he's had some moments in WWE Two where he was very good. But I don't necessarily know if it was like the per- the, his opponent bringing it out of him or if it was a segment that he was feeling or a storyline that he was feeling. I just feel like it's not there every single week. And that was my critique in WWE. And I'm also seeing that in AEW. I'm seeing a better side of him in AEW. I'm seeing more hits than misses. But I, I still see quite a few misses so in John- AEW with John Moxley.
0: Is John Moxley better than Dean Ambrose?
1: Yes. I, I would say that for sure. Because of the promos? one hundred percent promos as
0: well
1: yeah mm-hmm. okay. but i don't know i mean this could just be me this could just be me for me i just don't necessarily see john moxley being especially being a world heavyweight champion especially being ranked number one in pwi 500 yeah that would be like he, really yeah i, I really i, I mean surprised. like i i could name quite a few other wrestlers who i think deserved a one spot
0: me too easily
1: uh, dean dean, dean moxley oh dean. dean moxley yes dean moxley yeah. John Moxley, uh, I would say probably top ten, you know top fifteen for sure. Um, Definitely top fifteen, but, but not number one.
0: No, not not at all.
1: You know, especially at that point, you have to be on fire every single week, and he's not.
0: Nope, he ain't AJ Styles.
1: AJ Styles, you don't think?
0: I think he's not AJ Styles. AJ Styles, somebody. I oh, think, he's
1: not AJ Styles. Okay. I think
0: he's way above Dean Ambrose. Uh, oh, John totally. Moxley, Yeah.
1: Totally. It doesn't matter what storyline AJ Styles is in. Like He's able to tell a story. He's...
0: he's not even in one now, and he's killing it.
1: Right. He's phenomenally talented. No pun intended.
0: You should have had the pun there, because that's that was smart. <laughs> My turn? Your turn. Mark, uh, a lot of stuff happened this week. A lot of stuff I want to talk about. But the one, really, that stood out to me, uh, yeah. it's hard for me to say. You know, I'm not a big fan of Braun Strowman. Never bought into him. Probably never will. Personal beef with Sheamus. We had an altercation in the bar years ago, so I've never been a fan of Sheamus. But that Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, Sheamus match was really, really fun to watch. A lot of hard shots, a lot of big spots. Uh, All three guys got a chance to show what they can do. I think it was evenly balanced. Good storytelling with the whole uh, Raw team there. Because you know Braun Strowman had to win that, but. So I don't know if that match was just really good for me to get props to Braun Strowman and Sheamus or nothing else happened that I had to resort to Braun Strowman and Sheamus. <laughs> but that Triple Threat was really actually fun to watch. I didn't really fast-forward it. I wanted to watch it beginning to end. Keith Lee is freaking amazing. He is. Keith Lee reminds me of Willie Mack, big, heavy guy that can fly around like a cruiserweight, and I just love watching him. So that was one of one of my biggest takedowns this, uh, of the week.
1: It's probably because... It- it, it caught you off guard. That's probably why you liked it the most, because you, you didn't really expect much. and you, uh, Admittedly, you don't like to have
0: the three men in that match. I expected it would be like a spot fest, but I didn't know it would be like an entertaining spot fest. Right. So props to all three men, including Sheamus. Including Sheamus. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Sheamus. Another thing I was kind of surprised really quickly, aside side note on Impact, was that I'm really digging Rohit Raju right now. Okay. Him and the Desi Hit Squad were like fast-forward fodder for me. I never really got into them. What I did watch was entertaining. And then he broke away as singles guy. He was okay, but the last month or two, he's been stepping up his game. His in-ring work is great. His promos are phenomenal. As a champion, he's great. And I think Rohit Raju is uh one of the highlights for Impact for me. And I feel weird saying that, but he's doing. He's putting the work in. He's 100. reminding me
1: of his title reign. Kind of reminds me of like how the Miz would be when he yeah. had his Intercontinental Championship. It's smart. Um, he's. You don't necessarily rave about his in-ring ability. He, you always count him out. You yeah. think he's going to lose at any given moment, but yeah, he still finds a way to squeak out a win. great. And he thinks he's better than everyone.
0: And his promos are great. And so I was watching it this week. I was like, uh ah, I'll, I'll. Let me see what happens. And I was just like glued to it. I'm like, oh good for him. I don't give two shits about TJP. You never have, but I had to watch this. You know what?
1: I, I didn't really care about him with WWE, but in in Impact, I, I, I like. I, I'm following him a lot more uh, because it's different. Again, like it seems like he's got more creative freedom and impact than he did he WWE for
0: sure. His character, and and his uh, gimmick, I don't really get it or what it is, but his in ring is like holy crap! The, what he does in the ring, I'm like,
1: oh, he's phenomenal.
0: What a uh, Bound for Glory! He had a submission holding four people at one time. I'm like what
1: the yeah no he, he's so gifted and it, it, again i mean wwe they didn't allow him to do like half the stuff he's yeah. doing now
0: that was just my quick two cents on impact well happy to see that uh johnny bravo is alive i was worried there for a minute i thought he might have been dead it reminded me of that cliffhanger from dallas and the cliffhanger from the simpsons that who shot jr who shot mr burns right someone else i wanted to talk about last week um Wait, I, you did talk, we did talk about it last week. Listen here, Mark. We, were, we already went over this. But I'm happy he's alive. But I wonder who did it, Mark? Who shot Johnny Bravo? I don't know. We have ten suspects. We'll see what happens. I, I had a theory I, that he might have died in the. That the yeah, Mark,
1: you, you had that whole theory that you know that um, Rosemary had to like, go save him from the from the underworld. Oh, is it underworld
0: uh, on dead realm? Undead Realm, excuse me. Oh, so it was obvious to everybody. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was cool. I had this cool, unique theory.
1: I played a clip of it on Twitter. I, I I played your theory on Twitter.
0: Okay, Mark. I wasn't here last week, but it's fine. Anyway, we keep repeating ourselves. Mark, uh, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Hopefully, by the time everyone's listening to the show, we'll know who the president is. Uh, that's all that's been on my mind.
0: Probably not. See that, see that oh, meme God. about the uh, 2037? <laughs> no. Hold on one second. The year is 2037. That pandemic is long gone, and you're at a Super Bowl party with your friends. No mask in sight. The Cleveland Browns are about to capture the third straight Super Bowl title. Suddenly, an alert comes on your screen. Nevada now has 86% of their ballots counted. <laughs> Frickin' Nevada, man. It's Nevada. killing me, man. All day I've seen memes going back and forth about Nevada. So uh, clearly they're enjoying the limelight. They have nothing else to do, right? I mean, the, the casino's closed. Yeah. Do you know 90% of the population in Nevada live in Las Vegas and Reno? Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Insane. I mean, I know it's mostly desert, but 90% live in two cities. That's amazing.
1: But yet still, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for the results to come in. North Carolina, I feel like, hasn't moved. Nope. I mean, dude, we could talk about politics all day, but, you know.
0: Uh... Man, what the hell taking Alaska so long? It's fucking Alaska. It's only five votes. Who cares who wins that? <laughs>
1: it's going red. Come on. Just give, it, just give it to him, man. No one needs Alaska.
0: Even Nevada only has six. That's insane.
1: Oh, those six go a long way, though. But five don't? Wait, who's got five? Alaska has five? Yeah.
0: What? Is it five or three? No, it's got to be three. I think it's five. That's a lot for us. Anyway, again, time. it's not a political podcast, Spark. Let's get in some go-home thoughts. If we're I not...
1: thought that was my go-home thought.
0: Oh, so we're blending <laughs> everything together? All right.
1: Sure. Have fun editing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Probably easier than we did last week with just, just all that dead air you had.
1: Well, I didn't edit last week's show, so... Uh, who did then? Actually, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> I don't have it on my computer. Just right, I played it off my phone. Anyway...
1: Who edited the show
0: last week? Ever since I was a kid, I always loved uh, the presidency who was president following presidential politics, and especially election night. So to follow this race this year, it's been fucking nuts. I've never seen anything like this. I talked to my parents about They've never seen anything like this. Again, hopefully we'd, uh, we have a winner by the time we come back. Well, I'll be off next week. I'm not, I won't be here next week, Mark. Again, um, I think you need a week off. To, uh,
1: I definitely need a week off after this.
0: Maybe go see somebody.
1: After what's going on with you, after this whole election.
0: Nothing's going She's on with me. Crazy. I don't know what's going on with you. You spent last show talking to yourself. Yeah,
1: I, I, I I was going to do the show by myself, and, and it was going to be a tribute episode to you.
0: Oh, I'll take a tribute episode. I could use a so self esteem boost. You're
1: obviously still alive. So, no, was, I'm not. I've always gonna been alive, Mark. I, hey, now you're trying to fuck with me. The whole time, I guess you were fucking with me. I, I, I don't know what's going on here.
0: I don't know what's going on either. I wasn't even here. I don't last appreciate week. you. I wasn't even home right last Friday night. I had to go out. That's why I had to cancel on you. Did I okay. not get the text message? Oh, no, no, I clearly
1: didn't get the text message, Putty.
0: So whatever. Whoever you did the show with last week or you, you just did it by yourself, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to work on the editing.
1: So for anyone that's listening still, uh, please help prove my sanity and hit me up. You can find my info on yourfavoriteactor.com. Please prove me right that Putty was indeed with me
0: last week. I have proof I wasn't, so whatever. So, Mark, uh, so in two, two weeks, hopefully you get the help rest. Get some sleep, Mark. Get some sleep, please. I have been your host, at Michael J. Putty. Until next time. Putty, yep. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ring in hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha.